has come um, this series finale this particular show of this particular show for a minute now um, better things <laughs> wrap, officially wrapped episode on X uh, this past Monday and I was like oh oh I'm still in my feels about it. Um, it was a very, very, very well crafted send off. And anybody who is anybody, I don't care what color you is. I don't, I don't care. This show, you, if you're trying to write some type of sitcom or you're trying to write some type of you know, episodic adventure. You need to watch this show. Um, the things that worked about it, and I am just getting right on into the review. I'm not going to review the entire series, but I am going to review, you know, and, and speak about the things that I liked about it, the things that I didn't like about it. Um... The, the things that I liked about it was the writing. Um, the writing is, is so genuine. And it is so real. It never felt like... Well, I'll take that back. It generally didn't feel like... We're sitting here listening to some, you know, 20-minute monologue about whatever... Um, but the writing centering around this single mother, single parent household of these with these three daughters who all are just their own individuals. I mean their own individuals um, as they go through life in Los Angeles. And <laughs> I just think that um, Pamela Lon really hit it out the park here. Um, with this show, um, she also wrote a lot, of, a lot of the show. There were co-writers, of course, but her writer's room was no joke. <laughs> she directed more than a handful of these episodes as well. Um, and yeah, the writing is so show, but I kind of call it a dramedy because it, it had a lot of dramatic um, elements to it as well. Another thing or another element um, this show is the the cast and the rotating door of um, of actors and who came through there. I mean, Sharon Stone was on there. Okay, come on now, don't 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 cast. And that that is a rarity. Um, in in this age it really is okay it really really is and then like so just to give you a little background on better things for those that don't know um my general notes after watching the the last episode i was like that was magic that was magic i mean <laughs> that that is the first 
and last word that I have on this this potent series uh, since 2016 better things has been able to you know weave a flawless story of motherhood um in LA so I'm just like you know oh my goodness and to be very honest the show spoke to the mother in me even though I don't even have kids um which is it's like is it speaking to the mother of me or the feminine of me and I think it's the feminine of me where I'm just like hey we gonna make this happen Captain. we gonna make this happen you know um yeah, I just... <laughs> so, Pamela plays Sam for, again, those that don't know the show. Pamela plays Sam. Um, Pamela Adlon is a... Has an extensive um, filmography. Extensive voice work. Um, this woman been in so many things. Like, she did a Ghibli, a Studio Ghibli thing back in the 80s like I was like oh my god like and to be honest that's how I came across her was from the 80s um in Greece too and I really need people to quit acting like they do not bop to Greece too because they do I don't live in guilty pleasures but I know that is a guilty pleasure like a lot of people have it as a guilty pleasure because that movie is a bop, you know, and there's no way it was going to be, you know, a grease, but that's how I came across her. Um, she played the younger sister of one of the pink ladies and she was always being told to hush up, go home, stop acting like it was just hilarious but funny and even in in that role from the 80s so it's like this she been around <laughs> the, the show does mirror her life she is a single mom of three girls um or three daughters and um or three beings how about that and then yeah so like since 2016 we've just been coming into this show what you know how Sam gonna end out her her you know um her acting career like that is even on play in in this series and it it's like where she ends up in the scheme of things when it comes to the entertainment business it just made sense. And that is something else that was really, really well constructed in this series. It didn't feel like by the end of it all that somebody literally was had a magician's hat and was waving some magical woop de boots and, and there you go. You know, it was not like that. It just felt very real. And that's why the show is so good. Now, I did look at the Google response to it, and I look at Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm like, Rotten Tomatoes has it like an 89%, but then the public don't like the show. I mean, it was like 66%. And I was just like, oh, okay, okay. You know, so, I mean, we kind of have to, <laughs> I, 
I just, you know, I just had to bring that up because I was just like, it just, it wasn't clicking. It wasn't clicking with folks. Um, and that's okay. You know, that's all right. Um, you like what you like and that, and we gonna call it good. Um, and another thing about this show is just how it was shot. It was so beautifully shot. And it was like, what I, it just, a lot of it took place at the residence, you know, at home, um, at Sam's home. And I don't, I don't know, like, I just love that house and I love those moments. And it just, oh, the show is just so rich. You know what I'm saying? It's rich. Um, another thing that worked is that she got rid of the elephant in the room. Um, and the elephant in the room is Louis C.K. And when I first came across him was through the HBO series Lucky Louie and Pamela was on that show. They played husband and wife. They had a daughter. They were poor. And they was just struggling, child. The struggle was real, okay? But it was a hilarious show. And then, but, you know, Louis C.K., like, he had that great show on FX. And then it was like all that tea came out, all that spilt, and... He lost the show, you know, he lost a lot of things. And um, he was a part of the creative team that brought better things to life. And the first two seasons were good. They were good. But there were times where I just went, is this you, Pamela? Or is this is this Louie? Is this... I could tell there was a male gaze going on. And in something like this, why it ended up really working is because midway through, like, um, the second season, something clicked. And it clicked up. And I don't know if it was because old boy was exited out. I don't know. But all I know is like <laughs> midway through season two is where the show just took off. And not everybody gets that opportunity to, you know, work out the kinks. And I think about Insecure a lot because they had a lot of kinks, honey. But they were afforded grace to work through most of the kinks. I still love that show. And I'll insecure a little bit later in this episode. Um, but yeah, so some things that didn't work. Because there's just so many things I can go on for days about why this show worked and why it is an important show. Um, but there were things that didn't work. And a little bit ago, I just, you know, spoke about the male gaze and like, <sighs> mm. 
and why it just wasn't it was clicking but it wasn't clicking it was just like okay this is click you know i'm gonna tune in i'm gonna watch but um there were some there was some questionable um dialogue choices <laughs> and i'm learning to be more um business-like and how I how I speak about certain things but there were there were and I was like absolutely not ma'am I don't know who said that was okay to say but it's not okay to say and again it happened in that like first to second you know second first half of the show series I was just like what the this is not her talking like this is somebody else talking because then we were having these long talks and these long dialogue bits and all of this stuff and I was just like what the fuck what is happening so after getting after the exit of of Louis the show really started its upward trajectory for me. Um, that's the only thing I really had wrong with the show was the early moments where it just didn't feel authentic. Um, yeah, yeah. So I said earlier how I was going to, you know, speak about insecure a little bit with this, and it's not in comparison at all like I'm not doing that at all because these are two feminine voices that are needed and they they represent different parts of the spectrum of being a modern woman or a modern feminine and it's not cookie cutter it's not easy it's going to be struggled there's going to be these ups and downs there's going to be some great moments some flawless moments where you got your Beyonce on you know what I'm saying but then there's there's just a reality a grit to both of those series and the reason I'm talking about Insecure so much in this is because of like I said there's a spectrum happening here when it comes to different voices in how women or feminine uh, feminine feminines are being portrayed and you know I love me some golden girls I love me some early sex in the city I love those shows but did they really reflect reality no, Golden Girls, they was in like sweatsuits and it'd be like in Miami. I'm like, come on now, babies. Come on. That's not realistic. But anyway, what I'm what I'm feeling now is that and again, I can bring up Harlem. That's another one. We can talk about girlfriends all day long because they were challenging that, you know, that perception as well and so 
but there were flaws in it. Just like there were flaws in Insecure, there's flaws in better things. But that is going to be our work. What what they were able to create in these shows um, is a opening of the doors. An opening of the doors for other feminines to come through and create. Um, the thing is getting the exposure to <laughs> for people to see these shows. And so yeah, I was just like mm, this was a good show. This is a good show. It was a perfect send-off. It just like I said, I'm still in my feels. But it was magical what happened there. Um, and that's what we really, really need in this world. We need those weavers and, and, and storytellers to create those magical moments so we can believe in ourselves, believe that we also can create magic in whatever sense of the word that means for someone. Like, I speak about it every once in a while here. There's so, so much going on in our worlds right now that it's, it's easy to just kind of give up and not believe in yourself. And I know because, honey... Honey, I've been there, yes. And there's there's still days where I am like, oh no. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's still days where I question my own wand of creativity. And I just oh, it is. It's 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 a struggle, but it's a reality that is shared by many. Um I feel everyone has a story to tell. And I feel that everyone should be given that space to tell it. The thing is, are you courageous enough to do it? Are you courageous enough to take that step and to take that wand and create your own? And it's like you get this one opportunity and I hate to sound like Eminem. I love me some Eminem though. So I will I will sound like Eminem. You do get one shot. You do get one shot. And if we if we don't have these type of stories out here and these type of reflections out here in the world then what do do we do we believe in the one shot or when the one shot appears do we take it you know this is why these stories and these type of shows and movies even are important because those things are magic everything that comes together to create a piece of art like that is magical and if you're watching magic and you're watching these manifestations take place, then you yourself can take those 
take those cues and create your own, right? Like, I know that things are a particular way right now. I see it. I'm hip. I see it. But I'm not letting it affect me to the point where I can't create. And I can't take those shots that that come my way. And we all have those opportunities. I'm not singular in that. But it's all about taking the cues and being like, you know what? I'm about to make my own magic too then. Everybody out here, I don't care if it is. I, if your slogan is, I am the best used car salesman, then do you, boo. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. And this damn show really did that for me. It really did. It's not the only show to do it, though. But, oof. I was like, oh, my God. I'm still in my feelings about it. Oh, oh, it is currently streaming on Hulu through FX. Um, All the seasons is on there. Go hook yourself up. (laughs) Go hook yourself up. Bring your Kleenex. Like I said, the first season and then halfway through the second season is kind of like, hmm. But you can't skip them because then there's just a ton of information that you missed. And then it's like, after that, it's, this show was just a bomb. I mean, oh. <sighs> like, episode, the season finale of, um, season three finale. Oh my God. To this day, I just ball. Like it's the crying is so ugly on on this side of things, honey. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> but yes, like that is it. That is my review. That is it for today's show. The OG. I am having fun with Motivation Mondays, y'all. I can't help myself. It's so fun. Um, and Moon Knight. It's woo. Moon Knight told me up too last night. I was like, what is happening? What is happening? Like, this is too much. Y'all got me in my feelings too much. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. Rest. Hydrate. Do the things that (laughs) try to keep yourself grounded in this mess that is out here. Because, honey, you're worth so much more than many people give you credit for. Bye!